Three or four days ago, my wife and I were sound asleep in our bedroom. Around 2.45 a.m., our German shepherd named Duke started barking viciously. We had never heard him bark like this before, so we assumed that something was amiss. I got up to check to see if something was up and ended up spilling my water on the nightstand. It took me two to three minutes to clean up the water and I figured that maybe Duke was simply barking at the rain. I went back to sleep and a few minutes later Duke starts up again with the vicious barking. My wife starts freaking out and turns our lamp on. We sat in bed for a second, spooked, and then we heard someone try on our front door. We heard the screen door clicking into place after being shut. The front door was locked, so he had no way to get in. At this point, I am freaked out and so is my wife. From our bedroom, we can see the window in our kitchen that leads to the front. My wife starts staring at it intensely and tells me that she can see a shadow moving back and forth. She said it was a dark silhouette walking up and down the front sidewalk. At this point, I'm getting scared and when I'm scared, I get angry. I get up and turn the kitchen light on in hopes of spooking off the stranger outside. You would think that he would leave with our dog barking and the lights turn on. At this point, I didn't know what to do and made a stupid mistake. I went to my garage and opened the garage door. I then realized I wasn't wearing shoes and went back into the living room to put them on. I wanted to go outside, find the disturbance and deal with it. Duke was with me the whole time and when he suddenly turned to start running towards the door that connects to the garage, I knew that I had messed up. I turned and looked at this dude who was standing in my kitchen with mud on his face. Dude smelled like shit. He was wearing relatively decent clothes and didn't appear homeless. As I started approaching him, it was like he was trying to take his jacket off and his shoes off. It was very bizarre. I yelled, get the fuck out of my house, while Duke was jumping and growling and barking at the sky. He took a step back and said something that I couldn't understand. I yelled, it's three in the morning, get the fuck out of my house, and I shoved him. He sort of stumbled and made his way out of the house into the garage and left. I shut the garage door and called the cops. The cops came and said that there was a couple of methods in our area known to do things like this, except they didn't fit the description of the guy I described. I haven't been able to sleep for a few days now. I don't know what this guy was after. Best case scenario, he was incredibly fucked up and had no idea what he was doing. Maybe he thought it was this house since he started taking his shoes and jacket off. From the door leading from the garage into the house, there is like a glass. Where I was standing, he couldn't see me, but he could see my wife. Is it possible he saw her alone and thought maybe she was by herself and came in? The guy wasn't aggressive towards me, but he was also bigger than me, about 6'2", 210. Before y'all say it, I know I shouldn't have opened the garage. He obviously took it as an open invitation and I felt guilt about it since the time it happened. I figured the barking dog, lights on, garage opening, a normal burglar would just scram. My wife and I are incredibly lucky that he wasn't armed and couldn't do anything violent towards us. Can anyone help me brainstorm about motives? I just can't understand how anyone in the right mind would act the way he did. First off, I feel incredibly stupid for saying this, but my front door was mistakenly left unlocked. Both myself and my boyfriend thought the other person locked it when we came inside. I almost always double check before bed to make sure it's locked, but I was running on three hours of sleep and it very unfortunately slipped my mind. 
That being said, to make things clear, my boyfriend works nights so he's almost always awake during the night and sleeps during the day. I work during the day so my sleep schedule is nearly opposite. Every Saturday morning I load up our two baskets of laundry into my car and wash them at my mom's house since she lives close to where I work and our apartment complex does not have a washer and dryer. I specifically do this every Saturday because it's the only day of the week I get out of work in the morning and have time to do it, so it works out well. I have Sundays off, but I like to stay at home that day, and since my mom's house is nearby work, it's not an issue. I called my boyfriend on my way home and chatted with him during my drive and ended up getting the two of us Taco Bell for dinner. He came outside when I arrived home around 6pm to help me carry everything inside. Like I mentioned, we were both distracted by food and carrying everything that we both forgot to lock the door upon coming back inside. Oftentimes, I carry everything inside alone since he is usually still sleeping. We both ate dinner and then went to the bedroom to lay down. He fell right back asleep but I was awake for a couple hours playing my switch. About 8pm I got up and put my switch away and passed out very soon after in bed with him. My boyfriend got out of bed approximately an hour or two after I fell asleep and went to our computer room so he could play some games himself. I have no idea how I slept through all of this, but it's so horrifying to think about. He said he heard a small knock on our door and then immediately the man walked in our front door to the living room. The computer room where my boyfriend was sitting is directly down the hallway from the living room. So as he stood up out of the chair and started walking towards the man, he said loudly, What the fuck are you doing? Who the fuck are you? Meanwhile, I'm asleep in the bedroom right off from the same hallway that he is walking down, going into the living room door area. I vaguely remember hearing him say, what the fuck are you doing? But I thought he was talking to our cat, so I passed right back out. My boyfriend said that the guy was wearing a face mask pulled down and he was stumbling over his words and said something along the lines of, I'm supposed to be here. They said just knock and come in. My boyfriend told him to get the fuck out and they had the wrong place and the guy backed off into the hallway of our apartment complex. The guy also said something like, they told me room number 350 or something but I couldn't find it. They wouldn't give me the exact address. My boyfriend threatened to call the police if he didn't leave and thank god he fucking left. Personally, I think he should have called the police anyways but I'm not sure what good it would have done at this point. I know I'm probably being completely paranoid, but I keep thinking about what if this man thought I was home alone since my boyfriend used to work every Saturday night until quite recently. Our curtains in the bedroom were cracked and he could have seen me sleeping in bed and thought I was alone. The way he was stumbling over his words and trying to come up with a reason why he walked right into our apartment does not sit right with me at all, especially if he said they wouldn't give him the exact address, then why would he have went directly to our door? My boyfriend didn't hear him trying random doors or jiggling our neighbor's handles to see if they were unlocked. At night, our complex is very quiet and we can hear whenever someone comes down the hall and opens their door, so he probably would have heard it. So it seems as if he went directly to our door. What if he knows my routine? I know he could have genuinely been telling the truth and was supposed to meet up with someone, but the whole thing just has me freaked out. How am I not going to overthink this in today's world as a woman? What if he didn't knock, but my boyfriend thought he did, and it matched his story? I keep thinking about what if my boyfriend wasn't home? I would have slept right through this man opening the door. Who knows what he could have done? I like to think I'm normally very curious, 
but I'm definitely going to only load my laundry in my car when it's light outside, even if that means loading it up the day before. I feel so unsafe and will be talking to my landlords about this. I know there's nothing that can be done about it, but I'd feel wrong not making them at least aware of the situation in case it happens to someone else. Does anyone have any advice or precautions I should take? I just want to know if there's any red flags someone else might think of that I haven't. Of course, I'll now be checking the lock 10 times per day and will likely not be able to sleep without a weapon near me. I live in a house that has been altered because it's a student accommodation. So from the outside, you'd think my bedroom is a living room because who sleeps in the bottom floor of the house, right? So it's about 3 a.m., mid-August and very hot. I'm in the UK and the weather is strange at the best of times. I was in my bed scrolling through my phone and my ex was asleep next to me. I was sleeping with the windows open because how warm it was and the blinds usually make a quiet rattling noise from the soft breeze blowing through them. On this particular night I heard the noise and it sounded slightly different than usual so I look up. My bed is right by the window with my head almost right below it. I see someone's hand poking through the blinds and parting them to look through. I immediately sat up and jolted to the other side of the bed and shouted to my ex, Wake up! Someone's trying to climb through the window. And he jumped up and shouted, Oi! And whoever it was immediately bolted down the road. I honestly felt like I was in a horror movie and never slept with that window open again of course. This one's fairly mild, more bizarre than anything. This was a couple years ago on the night before Thanksgiving. I was home and I had just gone to bed 15 minutes before this happened. It was around 1am. My now husband came and woke me up to tell me what just happened. I'm going to relay the story as he told it to me. He wasn't ready to come to bed with me just yet and was sitting in the living room watching TV. He heard the front door not moving because someone was trying to come in. No knock or anything, just so they tried to open the door and come in. Our door was locked, so the person was unsuccessful. He peeked out the window and saw a silhouette, and after they had walked about halfway down our walkway, he opened the door slightly. It was a young, maybe early 20s girl. He said something along the lines of, Hello? Do you need help? She turned around to look at him and completely fell and busted her ass. It was icy out. She seemed quite possibly drunk not talking clearly, unsteady. She said she was okay and said, Oh, this isn't my grandma's house. He didn't say anything else and proceeded to walk away. A couple reasons why this is so strange. Our house is my grandparents' former house and it had been there since it was built in the 1960s. She tried to walk right in. This baffles me because if her door had been unlocked, she would have walked into a stranger's house at 1am. This could have been dangerous in multiple ways. This wasn't the case, but she could have walked into someone's house who would have harmed her, amongst other bad ways that things could have played out. We know our neighbors pretty well, and this wouldn't have been any of the closest ones. The next few houses on either edge don't match up, or the couples don't have kids, so it's also not like she was just one house off or something. The whole thing is just very strange. I came home from work today to receive some unsettling news from one of my roommates. 
It started when I let the dogs out in their backyard. Our back doorstep is in the kitchen, so on my way out I passed by the oven and noticed it was on. It surprised me a bit because my roommate, Mandy, was the only other person home and she was spending most of her time back in her room due to feeling ill. Even so, I figured that I'd better ask her first before turning it off on the off chance that she was actually using the oven. I went to the end of the hallway where her room was, knocked on the door and asked, Hey, uh, is the oven supposed to be on? Like, are you using it right now? Confusion and concern was immediately apparent in her voice as she replied, What? No, I haven't even been in the kitchen today. I shared her confusion and concern upon hearing this, but then pondered the possibility that Carl, her brother, and our other roommate had been the one to leave it on by mistake. I asked her if that could be the case, and she told me that Carl was still at work and hadn't been there since early in the morning. This is when she and I began to piece things together that something very strange had to have happened. I told her that I had just gotten home a few minutes prior. It was a little after 3pm at this point and I had left the house around 7.30 in the morning. She then informed me with horrific realization that around 11am she was hearing noises coming from the living room, including a woman's voice, a chair moving, and the front door opening. She didn't realize at the time that I was at work, so she just assumed it was me and didn't think much of it. She then mentioned that in hindsight though, the dogs were barking an unusual amount during this time. I asked her how long the noises coming from the living room went on, and she said that it was hard to tell because she was trying to sleep at the time, but if she had to guess, it lasted about 20 minutes. Mandy, Carl, and I are the only residents of this home, and as mentioned before, Carl and I were both at work during this time frame so Mandy was the only person who reasonably should have been in the house. I thanked her for informing me of this and then went back to the front half of the house and did a quick comb over of the area to check if anything else looked out of place or missing. I didn't discover anything else out of the ordinary and as of this time of posting, nothing else has came of it. Update, pretty minor but still pretty weird. I went to the hall closet to get more toilet paper for my bathroom and I noticed an empty wrapper packaging for a pillow in there. I didn't buy a new pillow recently. I asked both my roommates if they did and Mandy said that she bought a new pillow about a month ago but she threw that packaging away. This is my first time noticing this packaging in the hall closet and the last time I went was a couple weeks ago if I remember correctly. I will come to post any updates if I notice anything else weird. If anything major happens in this situation, I'll make a whole new post and update y'all. Thank you so much for everyone for the concern, support, and advice you've been offering. I grew up in a quiet suburb outside of Houston. I hear people talk about neighborhoods where the people don't lock their doors. This wasn't that kind of neighborhood. Situations in Houston notoriously went from 0 to 100 quickly, so while the neighborhood was basically quiet, doors were locked and checked religiously. That said, 90% of the time, the big neighborhood problems would be teens vandalizing or car break-ins. Annoying, but not really scary. I worked retail at a clothing store that closed at 9. I worked with a woman that I was getting to be friends with who asked if I could give her a ride home. It was a little out of the way, but I didn't mind. Her neighborhood was pretty sketchy. I don't know if it has anything to do with what happened later, but I drove her to her apartment. We sat in the car and chit-chatted until she was ready to head inside. I sat in the car to watch her go inside. Other residents were outside drinking and shooting the shit. 
It was around 10, so it would have been late for my neighborhood to be outside talking that, that volume like this on the weeknight, but it was expected at this place, so I didn't think too much of it. When she got inside, she blinked the lights a couple times to let me know that she got in safe, and then I headed for my childhood home. I should note that this was before cell phones, so this was kind of the basic routine. I was to call her from my house once I got home, and everyone would be confirmed safe. I don't remember the drive home really. I probably blasted tunes and sang along, as I usually did, and parked in the driveway. The outside lights were on. Mom was good about turning them on for me, so I went inside with no fuss. Now, a note about my parents. They weren't mean drunks, but they were alcoholics. They still function okay by day, but it wasn't uncommon for me to arrive upon a scene as I did that night. With all the lights on, the TV was going, and my mom was passed out on the couch. Dad was presumably in the bedroom or passed out in his man cave. From experience, I also knew if I turned the lights off or the TV, my mom would wake up and be grouchy at me for waking her up. So I left everything as it was and headed to the bathroom to brush my teeth and wash up for bed. Once in my room, changed for bed, I called my friend to let her know I was home and all was well. One of my more annoying habits is that it's almost impossible for me to end a conversation. I'm tired as hell and just wanted to read a book or something, but instead we were just rambling at each other about work and things or whatever. I had already gotten into bed and turned the lights out. I was just laying in bed, in the dark, listening to my friend rambling. My room was in the front of the house. It had kind of a weird wall in the front window, some stylistic mid-century modern thing that didn't make tons of sense. Did block out some of the light from the headlights when cars passed. Our street wasn't a high traffic road, but cars driving by in a square pattern of light on the upper part of the wall wasn't an unusual sight. What was unusual though were specific beams of light bouncing around the upper part of the wall to the ceiling and I stared at them for a moment before realizing that they were flashlights. That was highly unusual, but I figured it was kids. I wasn't the sort of kid that other kids bullied or pranked. We never had our house teepeed, and I couldn't imagine that anyone would want to now that we had all graduated. I really needed to sleep because I had college finals the next day, and yet, flashlights around the house was super weird. My friend told me to call the police, but for a variety of reasons, I'm just not a fan. Besides, carrying flashlights in my front yard isn't a crime, so I couldn't imagine what the police would do. I see well in the dark, and besides, the lights in the living room were still on, so still on the phone, but without turning on any extra lights, I got up with the intent to check the front door. I really don't remember how long my friend and I were on the phone rambling. It had to be a while for what happened next to have happened. I get to the living room, but I hear someone in the kitchen. It's this weird metallic slapping sound that makes no sense at all. I tell my friend and she continues to caution me to call the police. But for what? Flashlights? Metal sounds? The kitchen lights were also on, so you'll have to picture it. A bright lit living room with a woman passed out on the couch. The TV is on. The kitchen lights are on, but not the dining room. But for all intents and purposes, this house looked like a house where people are awake. Except for my mom, who is clearly dead to the world. So I head towards the sound. At the very end of the kitchen, there's a smallish window with metal blinds. The blinds are closed, but they are rattling, making that weird metallic slapping noise. And I think, 
Is the window open? We are not a window opening people. I know people in the south open their windows on a nice evening, but that is not us. Sometimes the windows are open temporarily when my mom would pass out while cooking dinner and something burned, but it was always for a very fixed time. It's possible that she left the window open, but unlikely. So I just stood there staring at it, head cocked like a curious dog, and that's when I saw the front of a shoe on the sill. I screamed. Actually, just saying that I screamed way understates the noise I made. I'm a notorious low talker, and I assumed that I have just been saving the volume for this precise moment. I wailed, I cried, I keened. I became a banshee and threw all my power into my voice in this mighty force. The foot vanished, my mom woke up, my friend screamed on the phone with me. From the back of the house, my dad came bounding out with his gun. I got off the phone and called the police. I grabbed another gun and headed outside behind my dad. I'm not a gun person and going outside was super stupid, but the scream to end all screams had apparently done its job as no one was out there. Being kind of an expert in criminology due to watching police shows, I told everyone to stay away from the sill so that the police could investigate it. I had visions of them taking fingerprints and moldings of the shoe prints to find the culprit. Adorable. The police arrived a half an hour later, so it's a good thing we weren't actually under attack. In the meantime, my parents started to doubt that I'd seen anything and started to believe that she had left the window open. But no, the police verified that the window had been pried open, that whomever it was very carefully took all the brick to brack that decorated the sill and sat on the ground, as if trying to remain very quiet. At no point before this did I consider what the intruder's plan was. Maybe it was shock or a lack of imagination or just being tired. But they knew that it was a full house they were sneaking in. These weren't robbers who just wanted to take some electronics for some quick cash. They were going to take us by surprise, but to do what? I asked when they were going to take fingerprints and the cat basically laughed at me because nothing was stolen. We locked down the windows and I stayed up all night trying to imagine what exactly those people were going to do to us. I'm a 20 year old female. I live alone. My brother and I used to live together but he moved out in November. So I'm living alone until the lease is up and can move in with my friend. Well a couple days ago I didn't have class or have to go to work. So I was chilling on the couch playing Stardew Valley and watching some YouTube videos. The walls and floors of my apartment are pretty thin and around noon that day I hear someone knocking on the apartment door that was on the floor below mine. Didn't think much of it. Then a couple minutes later someone was knocking pretty loudly on my door. I wasn't expecting company so I looked through the peephole and there was a man in a hoodie looking right at the peephole. I don't normally get scared but this guy looked frightening and looked like he was on drugs. I'm 100% sure that he could hear my game and TV from the hallway because he did not stop knocking for 10 minutes. When he did stop, he turned and knocked on both the doors across from mine, which are vacant units. I called the complex office and quickly asked if he worked for them. They said no. At this point, I'm crying and trying not to have a panic attack. My apartment is very close to a known drug house didn't know that until after moving in, so I assumed this man was a drug dealer or something. Then the guy was knocking on my door again, 
and I'm starting to think that he would never leave and would try to break in. So I called the cops. They said that they would send an officer by soon. Unfortunately, the guy was gone by the time the cops got there. So the cops just patrolled the parking lot every so often throughout the day. I was so freaked out and felt so uncomfortable in my apartment that I went to work and worked on my day off just so I could be away from there for a few hours. Recently, my wife and I moved to my grandparents' home in a small Colorado town. They relocated to my uncle's house and my grandfather was a cultural hoarder. So while I finished my masters and my wife works remotely, we can clean it up and get it ready as an Airbnb, rental home, vacation home, or for sale, whatever is decided in the future. My father came out for the move and to go visit my grandparents, which we went along with. Keep in mind, this property had been vacant for six months and it's 80 acres of secluded land. As we were returning from the visit, it was snowing, which was all kinds of magical. As we stopped, I noticed in the dark some prints in the snow. Thinking elk or deer, I initially brushed it off, but as soon as I allowed the dogs out of the car, they began sniffing the prints, and the larger one took off. I grabbed my flashlight and chased after them, as he fully sent it. I finally managed to get him to stop. He's somewhat trained. I looked down and realized that those tracks were shoe prints, about my size, 12 and a half, and they were recent as the snow hadn't covered them to any extent. I began tracking them from the edge of the property by the highway road all the way to one of the sheds where they had taken some vintage skis and apparently used them. What got me was how our friendly, loving, only one-year-old dog flipped out about these prints and how recent they had been. I have since repaired the barbed wire fence that had been shoved over intentionally and I regularly check for footprints other than my wife's or my own. Occasionally, I have seen some tracks that may not be mine, but it's hard to tell at times. We have seen a dog on the property that's clearly not a stray, but never comes nearer to us. It's healthy and has a collar on and seems to respond to a dog whistle that my dogs hear. It seems like someone is always nearby, but I have set up some small floodlights since, and hopefully that solved our guest problem. I'm a 33-year-old female. I live with my boyfriend, who's 42, in a small fourplex in a very small town. I work at 6 a.m. and wake up about 4.30. About two weeks ago, during my morning routine, I noticed someone standing behind the dumpster 20 feet away. I know my apartment is the only one with the lights on, and he's looking at my window, just watching me for about five minutes. When I noticed a dog with a man, I just wrote it off, until today that is. This morning, I left for work as usual, stepped out the main door and scanned the area. All clear. I walked the 10 feet to my car, buckled up and started my music. I back out of my spot and when I shift to drive, I suddenly see a man with a bucket on his head standing at the end of the walkway within three feet of my car. We made eye contact and he pulled the bucket over his head and stepped towards me. I panicked and floored it before he got closer. I'm honestly scared. I even told my boss that if I didn't show up or call, that I was in trouble. I'm going to be carrying a can of wasp spray to my car every morning, at least until the pepper spray I ordered arrives. Police and landlord have been contacted, as well as the neighbors.
I'm a 22 year old uni student living with just my mate. I've lived with a lot of people before and hated it. I love staying up late, either gaming or just chatting to mates on Skype. My friend, however, is very predictable and goes to bed at 11 p.m. Showers at 10.30, like clockwork. So I stayed up until 2 a.m. and I have the top floor. Last one to be murdered logic. This has three windows. One huge window that is slanted on the roof that I always keep the blinds open. When I say how huge it is, I've often climbed through it to chill on the roof and watch the stars. There's a lot of space for me. Between 2 or 3 a.m. I climb into bed, boxers only, watching YouTube videos until I drift off, facing away from the window. During watching Cryotic, who has an amazing chilling voice, when reading horror stories, I keep hearing creaking. Assuming it was the video to get me in a psychological horror high, I ignored it. The video ended and I was about to choose another longer one. The creaking came again. The walls are paper thin and I have had a house invasion before, so I was a little on edge. Calming myself by switching sides just in case anyone comes in my door, I was also on the same side as the window. The creaking continued until it felt to be in my room. My eyes could not believe what I saw. A dark figure slowly manifested at my window, first a head, then a body, consuming my window. I waited and tried to make it out, just staring at it, thinking it was in my mind. Tap, tap, tap on one of the windows. It was real. I jumped off my bed, remembering I kept a knife somewhere in my room. Where was it? I slammed on the lights to see a face looking back at me. Shot to help, I screamed. No movement. We stood there looking at each other. Shata, get the fuck up here! I yelled. I stood there by my door practically naked and wondering if I should run or stay. I stayed and Shata never came. The man at my window said, Hello, excuse me, let me explain myself. I just stood there speechless. Can you please open the window so I can speak to you? I beckoned near the window. What the fuck are you doing on my roof? I'm your neighbor. Sorry. He apologizes. I take a second thought but open my window. Sorry, I am drunk and trying to find my window. How are you? You scared the living shit out of me. So do you know Lucen? I was good friends with my neighbor and he had just left for a different university and informed me that many people were moving in. Um, no. He replies as I get dressed. Lucen from next door. He said that there would be new people moving in. Ah oh, yes, Lucen. Yes, I know him. After talking to him and feeling calm, he said he must try to find his window and leaves. I watch as his black greasy hair and slightly trimmed beard with very athletic figure goes to the left. I go downstairs to my housemate and yell at him for not coming up. He says that he didn't hear me, so there's no need for panic. Having a laugh about it, I go to my neighbor's house in the morning to joke. Knocking on the door, a fat man answers, who I'm now friends with, and introduce myself to my neighbor. The second person comes down with brown hair, no beard, and is quite small. After meeting them, I had a small gathering with friends, and when 2 a.m. came, I told them, time to get my own back. Climbing out the window alone, I shuffled to the next window and mischievously knocked on. Nothing. The room was empty. No one lived there. The landlord told me of the previous tenants being squatters 
and that they were annoyed about being moved out for the refurbishment. It was not my neighbor. It was not a nearby window. So, rooftop stranger, let's never meet again.